Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right. Well, to give you an idea of, of, you know, the financial stakes here, story from a couple of weeks ago from the Canadian press, Moody's Investor Services says three of Canada's biggest universities would face a cash crunch if Canada's diplomatic row with China results in the world's most populous nation pulling its students from Canadian schools. Tuition for international students is much higher than that charged to Canadians and has become a crucial source of income for schools. So how much is that influencing the way Canadian universities are reacting to stories like this? This is from the Washington Post. The news of a talk by a Uyghur activist quickly spread on campus, ricocheting across WeChat, the Chinese messaging app. A group of Chinese students at McMaster University in Ontario learned that Ruki Turdish, a vocal critic of the Chinese government's treatment of Uyghurs, these are Muslims in China, was set to deliver a presentation about the mass internment of Muslims in China's far northwest. The students were furious that a woman they considered a separatist would be given a platform to speak. So they rallied in a chat group and reached out to a familiar source of guidance, the Chinese government. As Turdish gave her presentation that afternoon, a student in the audience filmed her and later shouted at her before storming out. Students wrote in the WeChat group that they contacted the Chinese embassy about the event. And we're told to see whether university officials attended and whether Chinese nationals had organized the talk. They later wrote that they sent photos to Chinese officials. In the following days, Chinese student groups published a bulletin report about the talk. The bulletin, which was co-signed by five McMaster student groups, including the Chinese Students and Scholars Association, noted contact with the Chinese consulate in Toronto. The incident McMaster was pieced together using records of a group chat conducted in Chinese and translated by the Washington Post. Interviews with three people who attended the event, video footage, and the bulletin. So the Washington Post kind of taking the lead on what is a very important story here in Canada. Here's another story. Uh, this is from CBC. Backlash against a Tibetan student's election prompts questions about foreign influence. Uh, Chemi Lamo got thousands of fateful comments after becoming U of T Scarborough student president because of her position on Tibet. All right. Well, joining us to talk a bit more about what happened at McMaster. Uh, again, very pleased to, to welcome to the program uh, here this afternoon, Rakia Turdish, who was speaking at McMaster, who's, of course, a vocal critic of the Chinese government, uh, their treatment of uh, Muslims in China, the Uyghurs. Uh, Rukia, thank you so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. Um, actually, uh, February 11 evening, I went to uh, McMaster uh, to give a speech about the prevent genocide in East Turkestan. And then uh, during the speech, some of the Chinese students tried to disturb the event. And one of them entered, um, stayed at the front door uh, during my speech to say some bad words. And he shake his hands and say some bad words in Chinese or English. I'm, I, I'm not sure because I was talking. I, I want to focus on my speech. So I didn't focus on him. I kept continued and I didn't look at him very well. He just left. Yeah. And then another one, uh, he came to before the speech uh, start and he sit in the front row, row just the uh, front of me and he kept recording me during the speech and he gave so much hateful uh, facial expression to me and I ignored it at first and continued my presentation but um, that's um, when we start the discussion period 
and I asked him, do you have a question? Oh, I said, are you Chinese? Do you have a question? Because his facial expression makes me very uncomfortable. I was thinking maybe he has a question. Maybe he's not satisfied with my speech. So he can challenge with me or he can ask questions. So I asked him, do you have a question? And he said, no. And then I said, okay, I have a question for you. Um, what is your reaction for this presentation? And he said, you know, this is McMaster. This is the university. This is McMaster. He showed me his hands and like looks like a threatening me. And he said, uh, this is McMaster, your prick head or pig head. He say something like bad words. And I don't know. It was not clear. I didn't understand. I was thinking, he said, this is McMaster. How dare you to come to speech? And he was saying, it's mean. It's just like uh-huh. this, maybe. And then I said, yes, so what? And then he said, your prick head, blah, blah, say something, some other words. And I didn't focus very well because I was shocked. Everybody was shocked. Everybody suddenly becomes so quiet. And then uh, then I said, you see, this is a typical Chinese behavior who controlled by the Chinese government and brainwashed and become product of China. Then he uttered bad words, F words to me, and he left. Wow. Uh, so you, you had been invited to come speak there, right? Yeah. And these Chinese students found out about it, and they... they organize this response then yeah i think i have the like um the they somebody like wechat uh they are wechat um, conversation screenshot conversation and i think they students not find out at first and they came there and they said first there is a conversation like this uh one guy asked at the wechat group how come a lot of people came School mm-hmm. doesn't know this even because this speech was not organized by the speech. It's organized by the student organization. And so they said, the school doesn't know this even. How come there's a lot of people came? And another one said, uh, Chinese consulate told you guys already. So that means Chinese consulate knows the issue and told them in advance. I suspect that. I doubt. The, right. The, the Chinese government or the Chinese consulate, obviously acting on behalf of the government, uh, that they were concerned about your speech and then that they clearly played a yeah, role they in they find this. out and they told the students i think because students didn't find out at first because there is a conversation they have a reach out conversation i have the screenshot somebody sent to me they say like that one guy in the group just i say how come a lot of people came school doesn't know even this uh, this uh, speech and the, another guy said consulate already told you guys that means consulate already told you guys be prepared like i don't know you know have you spoken at other universities? Have you encountered anything like this before? Um, never. I didn't speak at, uh, since these recent years in other un- in universities. I gave a speech once um, many years ago. It was in 2009. I gave a speech at the University of Ottawa once, and I gave a speech at the Monk Institute and once. It was in 2009 or 10. It's a long time ago. And, and I gave a speech, actually, those are a bunch of Chinese students at that time, and, and especially in the Monk School. And the Chinese scholars, Chinese community came. All of them are from China. So there is no reaction like this. Never. Because, I mean, this is Canada. Certainly these, these students are welcome to come here and, and study at these universities. But this is a, a country where we are supposed to be free to talk about these issues. If someone has a concern about human rights in, in another country, we should be able to talk about these things in Canada. Yeah. 
Exactly. If, like I said, if he's dissatisfied, I talk with, I'm not the inspirational speaker, like just talking, talking from my head. I show Mm -hmm. the proof. I show the videos and pictures, photos, testimonials. I'm talking like this with the sources. If the student does not satisfy with my speech, he can challenge it with me. I respect his opinion. He didn't do that. He insulted me. He just angrily insulted me. That's unacceptable. And I was thinking, the Chinese consulate controlling the students, using the students to infiltrate into our academic field in Canada to export the dominance of their autocratic ideology, Xi Jinping's ideology maybe. They just would like to spread their influence to our campuses. And I'm worrying about that this is a dangerous, dangerous thing, you know. Right. We, we should be concerned about that. Do, do you worry now mm-hmm. what might happen the next time you, you go to give a speech? Yeah, I don't worry about myself uh, very much. Um, I don't care if they insult me. I will continue my speech. And uh, they can challenge with me. I can challenge. We have a proof. Uh, truth is our side. So I don't need to worry about that. But in the WeChat conversation and screenshot, they, um, they threaten my son. They say, find out her son. Wow. So my son, I don't know which son they are talking about. I have two kids. And I'm worrying about my son's safety right now because he's not living with me. He's, he's, in the, he's McMaster student. Luckily, he didn't participate at that event. He was not at the McMaster student right now, uh, at the school right now. But I'm very worried, worrying about him he's, because he's going to that school. So I'm worrying about his safety. Well, understandably so. I mean, it, it, it illustrates that the, the Chinese government, or at least the Chinese consulate here in Canada, that they are, they're aware of what you're doing, right? They're, they're paying attention yeah. to, to what you're doing. I, I yeah. think because maybe they're worried about your message and that you're highlighting these, these important issues. But it, it is concerning, isn't it, that they're paying attention and they're, they're keeping track of what you're doing yeah, or where you're speaking. they're denying. That's why. Yeah. They're denying the issue, and they denied that what's happened in East Turkestan, they put up several million Uyghurs and other Muslims. they locked up in concentration camps. Those people are subjected to physical and psychological torture. We have eyewitnesses uh, we have who rescued from those camps, and then still they denied at first. Even you had mentioned the issue, they denied, and then later on they start to uh, try to justify what they're doing, and they said, oh, this is not the camps, this is a vocational school. But we have a proof. Victor Winter magazine published a video they secretly get... Uh, uh, video got the video from inside those camps. Those camps is not nothing look like a vocational school. It looks like exactly the prison. So like China trying to hide the issue right now because hidden genocide going on over there. So they would like to hide this um, brutal uh, behavior. They are brutal behavior, and that's why they said no, nothing happened. That's why they would like to attack the speakers like me, activists. And it's not going to stop with me only, I think. They're going to attack other activists, too. So they can't do directly. That's why they mobilize Chinese students, Chinese scholars, and Chinese communities in other countries to uh, to make us shut up, you know. Yeah, it's very concerning. Rukia, thank you so much for making some time for us here today. Real good talking to you. Well, thank you very much. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.